What is up, everybody? News, me, you, Marcus, you know the drill. How's it going, Marcus? What's up, dude? It's going. It's going. Uh, I know it was the, what, NFL wild card last week, and this week we had the first divisional game yesterday. Um, and the Eagles pulled out, gave a whooping, schlacking to the Giants. And, again, I'm a hardcore Eagles fan, so I was ecstatic, excited to see that. I was hoping for a brow. People, uh, you know, people, good game, good game. I said, no, I, I want to beat these teams by 50. You know what I mean? So went to Rio, saw my mom, uh, saw you actually stop by your place, watching the games and just excited, man. The Eagles moved on, so I'm excited about that. Um, still watching One Piece. I'm, on, I'm already hitting towards, I'm about the mid-150s, already hitting into the 160s. Uh, what else? I think that's about it. Am I playing? Oh, I did pick up Fireman Gage. And I told Rico, like, hey, man, I, I'm going to play this game as soon as I get it. I'm not going to backlog it like I did all my other games. Like, I just need to start playing these things and getting into a single-player game because one of the things was I want to play my single-player games again. Like, I want to play my PlayStation. I want to play the story games, and I want to get invested in just going back to what I enjoyed most about these video games, which are my single-player games, right, my story games. So I haven't played it yet. I woke up this morning, cleaned all morning, had some lunch, came back. And Rico texts me, and I know the drills. It's podcast time, baby. So I said, I'm on it. So as soon as we're done here, I was just going to put the game on and actually, you know, play. Get to play this uh, this afternoon, this evening. But other than that, I'm good, straight. Everything's going pretty good, man. What about yourself? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I mean, all I'll say is the Eagles pulled it out is a very nice way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> that that was very generous of you but uh but yeah i did watch a little bit of the games uh yesterday i, I don't watch too much football anymore but i watched a little bit it was all right um you did come by yesterday had a good time just chilled talked about some stuff uh we even kind of previewed a little bit of what we're going to be doing for the discussion i think this week yeah but uh, i'll save that for later uh we also did have a little adventure i uh you mentioned that you cleaned today. Well, I did a lot of that yesterday, and I actually found my old Sega Genesis. Oh uh, yeah, that's from true. <laughs> it, it was actually it actually came out the year I was born. So that, I mean that really took me back. And I you asked me like, hey, does it work? And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna save. I'm not gonna try it until you get here. And when you got here, you know, we hung out, talked. Uh, you you ended up bringing me a little something again. Thank you. I love it. It's a little like Joker, like little banner thing. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out where I'm going to put it exactly. I think I have narrowed it. I've narrowed it down to like two or three spots, but, uh, yeah, after a while, like we got to like the Sega looking at it and stuff. I went and grabbed a little TV. We plugged it in. We were kind of like, uh, upset, not upset, but we we're kind of like deflated a little bit at first because we didn't think it was working, but then we figured out that it was the power wire, maybe a little loose or something, but yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we got it going. We we had to kick it old school too, mind you. We had to we blew into the cartridges, we blew into the Sega, Rico busted out the Q tips, a little alcohol just to clean just to clean the the what are they called? The um what are they called? The um, on the what is it, the circuit the circuit boards yeah. a little bit just there. Start cleaning those out, just real you know, and we were turning off of the Rico, the red light's not coming on, and Rico was messing with the TV and it was a small little TV with again, and you're talking about having having to have that cable with channel three or channel four. So we put it on channel four because four is a magic number, right? You know, I don't know if you were a channel three guy or channel four guy, but um channel four was the way that we grew up, right? <laughs> so, anyways. You know, and it's not turning on. So then I realized that it was the power cord, like right, right behind the Sega. It's like, and obviously it's like a little stupid wire, right? So you just kind of poke down at it, and when you poke down, it fixed. And we got to play a little bit of Sonic, man. And um, damn, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna say much about our performances, but uh, it was exciting. At, at one point, you said, "I'm playing Sega right now." Like I was like. Just like, yeah, dude, here we are, man. Back to old school. Like, dude. we're back in time or something. We were playing Sonic uh, Sonic 2. It's the one with the, one of the greatest game, uh, uh, what is it? Boss themes of all time and Dr. Robotnik. And we were, it was it was good. And it's funny because we're trying to get to the second level. Uh, I'm sorry, the second zone, right? And I was like, man, how embarrassing would it be if I just died three times in a row and didn't even get to robotic? I had three lives, mind you. And the dumbest way, I hit a spike, 
Went, went again, missed, couldn't get a damn ring, hit the spike again, died again. I said, this is getting ridiculous. Went, ran, ran right into an enemy, and I, I died. And I said, Enrico is just dying because, you know, I just, like, oh, Dark Souls this, and Elder, and Elder what is it, um, um, Elden Ring Dad, and, uh, you know, Mega Man, that shit. You know, <laughs> the Sonic games, and then we hit the second zone, and that's the, that's the chemical plant. And Rico, first thing Rico says, nah, I ain't going to try this map. He says, the last thing I want to do is start drowning. And sure enough, right? And I don't, to this day, when you get into that water and you spend a little too much time on the water, and then, and then you see the, the countdown, you panic, dude. I, I was panicking. Yeah, you had five seconds just to get out of the water, you know, just to platform on these blocks together. And man, it was, it was fun. And it was funny. And then the game turned off, unfortunately. I did get to Robotnik in the second zone. So, but the power just, what is it? The power cable that was wrong with it just, Stop yeah. working. So. If, if, if it's not like set in a place, like honestly, we just need a new one completely. I don't yeah. know if it's the cable or the maybe the port as well, but uh, something about it is loose. So maybe if we get that replaced, we can uh, try it out. Yeah. Again. But, but it, yeah, it, was, it, was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, just thinking back and man, those spikes are OP. What do you think? Man, those spikes, dude, <laughs> like everything, everything in that Sonic game, like you, you just have to have a ring to survive. Otherwise, you're gonna die if you get hit twice in a row without a ring. Like you will die. You know. That was fun. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. Oh, it looks like at first I was thinking, like, man, we don't have that much news. But when I put it all together, like, it, it's a pretty good little list that we got going here. And you know what? Else? We we love to talk, so we'll turn a twenty-minute news day into an hour and a half. You know how it rolls. So it's like, oh, it'll be a quick one. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm not. Why even say that at this point, really? <laughs> I I wanted to start off actually with something that you posted, just because it's the only thing in its category. You had put you had posted something about Disney Lorcana. Yes. Uh, it's a collectible. It, it seems to be like some kind of. It's a card game. It, it, it's a TCG. Yeah. So, uh, what what do you know about this or? Uh, first of its kind is it a continuation is it what can you tell us about this this is an official disney trading card game and i'm pretty sure it's the first of its kind strangely enough i guess disney of course wanted to get on the tg the tcg scene and with characters like disney has you know loved characters beloved characters it's going to by all means you know blow the socks off people and it is the first of its kind, you know, we don't see anything like this. And the crazy thing is that they can go all the way back from 1960s, you know, 50s, 40s, 30s, you know, uh, 20s and all the way to 2023 and just start pumping out, turning out these these cards and stuff in any capacity, in any way they want to. Now, the thing about, uh, about this is, again, your favorite characters. And I know Rico has his favorite Disney characters. I have my favorite Disney characters. I love card games. And the first thing I thought of was like, shit. so yeah that's i was like damn it like and i got i love card games i love seeing new card games i love card games and if you're not aware at disney expo uh the most recent one they actually had promo cards disney promo cards and stuff like that you can actually go to ebay right now look up lorcana and you will find disney cards now the thing about these cards is Guess how much they're going for? I think it was. I think it was a total of six promos, if I'm not mistaken. Guess how much they're going for? No clue. I feel like I feel like I should be nervous. It's a ridiculous, absurd amount for a card with 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 preview, mind you. Okay, raw by itself, raw. Okay, by itself, just one card. They're going anywhere between seven hundred to about twelve hundred dollars for the card, depending <laughs> on the condition. If you happen to have all six, I think there's six, if I'm not mistaken, six cards, you're you're talking about thousand dollars a card. So you can expect between maybe like six or seven thousand for the six. You know, probably because you have the set, even more. And then to top it off, you know, people love grading shit. Guess what? You can even find graded copies going anywhere between four thousand, depending, you know, three thousand. If it's like a nine, if it's like a if it's a PSA ten, you're probably talking maybe you're closer to what eight thousand dollars you know maybe a little bit more take give or take a few thousand but the fact is that's ridiculous you know what i mean but nonetheless again you're talking about characters you're talking about nostalgia filled you know you're going to be able to see disney churn out modern day art for our characters which is i don't know about you 
but amazing. Now, obviously, this is a card game that I'm probably just going to buy my favorite cards of. Now, um, as far as I'm concerned, there's going to be blister packs, there's going to be booster packs and stuff like that. Um, there's going to be something called the first chapter and gift sets and boxes like that. Uh, I know IGN did put up an article. If, uh, if you actually go and actually tell you, um, I believe IGN's the one who got the first scoop, quote unquote, of when the release date with this uh, of this card game will be. August 18th in the U.S., you can probably start finding those at your local game stores. And September 1st as a mass retail launch. So guess, yeah, you will be able to find these probably in Target, uh, probably at a Walmart, anywhere that, you know, mass retail prices, Best Buy, anywhere they sell cards, you'll probably be able to find these on September 1st. And they're going to fly off the shelves. Guaranteed. Especially that the TCG is right now. And the sad part is it's going to be a bunch of scalpers and resellers that are going to handle this first. So... If you know somebody or whatever, you can kind of arrange something. Try to get, try your best to get your hands on this. Hopefully, your local game store, uh, your local game stores, you know, have good practice, good business, and they'll be able to, you know, limit or make sure that uh, this product gets into the hands of most. Um, but yeah, that was the big collectible thing, and it's coming up, man. If I'm not mistaken, there's going to be over 200 cards in in the first set, so that's going to be crazy, man. It's going to be good. Honestly, it's going to be it's going to be badass. Like, why lie? Yeah, I'm looking at some of the art, like, and it it looks phenomenal. I mean, yeah, dude. The the story, the stories, and everything are already there, you know. So, the like you said, it's gonna be nostalgia. It's gonna be art. They're gonna be, it, it, it's Disney. So it's Disney, dude. They're gonna knock it, it, it off. It's man. gonna be big time. Yeah, it's gonna be big time, and, man. Yeah, and and just looking at some of the art there for their product, you see it also looks amazing, Maleficent. I've always, always one of my favorite characters of all time in Disney. Is actually uh, Steamboat Willie, mm-hmm. um, Mickey. Yeah, the OG yeah, from OG. yeah, the Steamboat Mickey, and it's it's amazing. One of my biggest selling pop regrets is actually been, I saw I had a, a Steamboat Mickey pop and I sold it for what two hundred dollars or so. That's probably been my biggest regret when it came to a pop. I wish I hadn't sold it, but I did. I needed the money at the time. Uh, this is before. This was years ago too. Um, but yeah, that was my biggest regret. But nonetheless, I could probably still find it again. Maybe one day I'll buy it again. But if you look at the art, they have old school Mickey in a what looks like a Robin Hood outfit. So good stuff, man. Good stuff coming our way for sure from the TCGs. Awesome. Yeah, that's exciting. Anything Disney, like, oh, this is going to take over. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll jump into anime. And, uh, you know, we're not, uh, I promise that we're not trolling you. But Attack on Titan, the final season, part three, will air in two different parts. It's what we found out this past week. Uh, pretty crazy, you know. Attack on Titan, once again, breaking the mold. Uh, <laughs> the first part is going to be scheduled for March 3rd. The second part will be scheduled for later in 2023. I don't think we have a date yet, right? I don't believe so. Not, not for the second part. Um, did you catch any of the memes that were circulating online when, when the announcement dropped? No, I didn't. Enlighten people, me. People were losing it, man. Like they were, everybody was just making fun of the fact, like, oh, and and somebody had even posted it, like, and uh, on a, on Twitter, and said we had Attack on Titan season one, Attack on Titan season two, part one and two, Attack on Titan season three, part one, two and three, Attack on Attack on Titan uh, the final season, part one, uh, Attack on Titan the final season, part two, Attack on Titan the final final season, uh, part one, and now we're gonna have a, a Attack on Titan the final season, part. Two, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I I totally forgot. I should have posted on the thing when I found it, but like, yeah, they've been doing this crap for a while, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's just it's just crazy. The final season one, the final season two, the final season three, part one, the final season three, part two. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, and, and and that's why, and I think I mentioned to you, right? Like, kind of leads me to believe that and again and this come and i've been talking to rico about this for a long time or at least for about a few weeks maybe a month or two and i even mentioned it before but kind of just threw it out there that i think there's something else in the works for attack on titan post anime and rico says why do you think that and i says because the author and the creator and i actually sent rico an article you know and, th- and i think he did it again last week where he just profusely apologizes for the work that he put out for the ending and it's and he just keeps apologizing in my mind i'm thinking hey that's your baby you can end it however the hell you want regardless of how people feel about it or not like you're you're that's yours you know what i mean and i I appreciate that he gave us an ending that was as talked about as this i really really do And, and and i fall where i don't hate it it could have been better absolutely there were a lot of plot a lot of plot things i was kind of like you know whatever um 
But the fact is, is that, yeah, you know, your manga ended, and now it leads me to believe that because he keeps apologizing, 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 he might feel like he has some sort of, what's that word? He owes the public something or owes people something in regards to the Attack on Titan. And it just leads me to believe that after Attack on Titan, the anime, we are going to get some sort of st- side story, maybe, you know, or if not a side story, a se- an actual sequel, which would be crazy. But I don't think he's done with Attack on Titan yet. That's, that's, that's the impression I got when I first finished reading the manga. I was like, the story's not over. Like, it, it, it's too, there's too many things left unanswered and open-ended. And then right away, it wasn't right away. It was a, a little while later, he ended up putting out the extra little tidbits yeah, the of chapters. the story. Yeah, and it wasn't too long, but it was a little bit, be- it made it a little bit better. And then it made it seem to me a little bit more likely that we would get something else. And then <clears throat> now with this, I've been hearing a lot of people have like theorized that they're stalling. It's not so much that they're doing it uh, just be- like to to drag it out, but more like they're stalling for time. Some people even have gone as far, like I've heard, I, I don't believe this, but... Some people have even said that they think that what if they change the ending for the anime? I've seen that too. I, I have seen that. I, 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 I really don't see that happening, but I mean, who knows, man? Like, th- this is kind of just out there. So who knows what we're going to get? I, I would hope for a sequel, uh, personally, because I, I think uh, it's a very interesting universe, very well built, a lot of cool stuff. Uh, I think we didn't get to see over the course of the the show or the or the manga if you're a reader or you're a watcher um that I would have liked to have seen at, in some capacity and uh yeah I, I feel like uh, it it leaves itself pretty open I won't say any any spoilers cuz I know the for the watchers like you know we're still ongoing um but I think it lends itself to a sequel of some kind even if it's not like long and drawn out hopefully we don't get you know, part six, seven, eight, nine, ten, like of all these series. I mean, yeah. seasons, right? But uh, I guess even if it was like a little side story or something that just wraps everything up nicely, that would be okay too. Just a, a smaller thing, maybe not necessarily another uh, series completely. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I would, I would be down for more, for a little more. Yeah, and I guess uh, an example I can actually give to you, and this is kind of related or not, but it's, a, it's an example as to what Attack on Titan can do. Um, if you're familiar with Manwa, so leveling actually started, it ended on chapter 179, the, um, the Manwa, right? The Light Novel has been over for a while, but the team is actually coming out with side stories to the Manwa. And it's kind of using it as a means, or at least it, it, it seems like it's using it as a means to wrap up the story. In, in the love story with characters that didn't have a big time, or that didn't have a big resolution. They're wrapping it up like that. So it'd be interesting to see if maybe Attack on Titan again, maybe does some side stories or, you know, whether it's a small um, spinoff, even as a, kind of like a spinoff that might wrap up, you know, the, the, the things that we kind of have seen. Or if not, maybe, like Rico said, maybe a sequel. But who knows? But I do think there is something else. There's some cogs turning out there. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, well, it's just, we just got to wait and see for... Uh... What happens after part two, which will be later this year? Yeah. Um, this next uh, piece of news is a, a big one, particularly for two people out there, because it, it, you know, it caught my eye, and I thought of these two people right away. Um, my little sister, and Marcus, the Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon Cosmos movie, will be coming out uh, this year, and it is also going to be in two parts. Part one is going to be June 9th, and part two is going to be June 30th. Now, I mentioned Cell because I, I grew up watching a lot of uh, Sailor Moon because I watched it with my sister. And mm-hmm. if you've listened to the podcast in the past, you know that Marcus also got made fun of because he would get caught watching Sailor Moon too. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, th- we got a little trailer too. I don't know if you got to see it. It's just a, a little thing. But, uh, you know, Sailor Moon, you know, back... Uh, it's not the first time it comes back. We got something on Netflix, uh, what, last year? Yeah. Or a year before, maybe? It was, it was, yeah, well, I know Sailor Moon has their, can that kind of the remake and the remake also and stuff like that, but it's so popular and it's one of the most iconic an- anime of all time. So, you know, it's going to stay for years. 
What would you think of a Sailor Moon TCG, dude? What, what do you think that would be like? A Sailor Moon? I think it'd be interesting. Can say again. Reason Is there thing, enough there for a whole TCG? I I would believe so. I would believe so. I think so. Um, as far as the villains are concerned, Tuxedo Mask, you know, the sailors, and there's even like other sailors and I, I believe I believe or if you have if you've seen the uh the trailer, they're introducing new Cosmo Sailor Moon type thing. So by all means, there would it, there's stuff there and besides the one thing that this one does have again, you know, it has the waifu tax, you call it the waifu tax. Anytime there's, you know, a character that is beloved who is female, it's going to jack up the price on TCG. So if they ever came out with a Sailor Moon TCG, I think it would, you know, be pretty successful. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's interesting. I don't know why, like, just watching the trailer again, I thought, like, you know what, TCG. <laughs> yeah. It would work. I think so, too. Uh, we did get. We also did in the anime world get an announcement for the Blue Archive anime adaptation. Uh, officially announced, no date yet. Just uh, it's coming. I saw. I don't know too much about this. I just saw it uh, making the rounds on Twitter. People talking about it. Um, you know, there's a a little girl that looks uh, you know, very. Is that the one based off an anime, uh, a video game? I'm, I I don't know anything about it. Uh, it just shows a little girl, you know, cute little girl, school outfit. She has what looks like an umbrella, but it has like a, like the bottom of it, the base of it looks like a gun. Yeah, yeah, that's the one based off. Um, that's the one based off a video game, uh, or I'm sorry, a mobile app more so than anything else. Um, as a matter of fact, do I have that downloaded? Because, like, I think I might even have it downloaded. It's a tactical role-playing game. And the reason I might have it downloaded is because I, I remember I went down that Genshin Impact uh, um, um, little, what is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, hole, that rabbit hole. There were several games that were popular that people talked about. Tower of Fantasy, Genshin Impact, Art Knights, and Blue Archive. And I have the file here, but it's not downloaded yet. So I was like, ah, oh, that's funny that you mentioned it. <laughs> Yeah, I and I didn't. I had no idea. I just saw a lot of people posting like, "Oh, WW, I've been waiting for this. Like, finally, like it's finally here. Whatever." I was like, "Okay, like, there's a reason people are excited about this." And now that I'm looking at some of the replies, it's it says like about the game and different things, and there's postings of like different characters and stuff like that. So you're right. It, it it's a game, and I mean, it's probably how old is it? Oh, uh, I really stayed. 2021, 2021, so last year. Yeah, relatively new. Yeah, but I see what looks like some cat girls, a lot of anime-esque characters, so I hey mean... Hey, man. Uh, there's, there's anime girls in it. Just with guns? Say less. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is a gotcha game, right? I'm, I'm pretty sure the free-to-plays are usually that's the way they work, right? So... Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, if, if that's your cup of tea, I mean, it's coming. And... Uh, Right on. Try. Let, I'm gonna have to try out the game now. Yeah, man. Maybe gotta try the other ones out first. Get get Genshin Impact so we can play. Let's do it. Um, last thing I have here. I know you had a another little thing that you added here, but the uh, last thing I'll put out is uh, we have five days left until the rec the record of Ragnarok season two part one, which is gonna be ten episodes. It's gonna come out on Netflix. I I uh, I know there's a lot of like mixed feelings about this anime that's a, a Netflix uh, exclusive, but to me, what's really interesting about it is how it pits like uh, god type characters versus like humans, you and the, the people that it that they put in there, like the Zeuses, the Poseidons. You have the what's the name of that uh, that emperor from Japan? Is it Wulu or uh, Lubu? I know Lubu. Lubu's in it. Lubu's in it. Uh, this one, what the the from announcement? China, by here, the way. It, yeah, from China. <laughs> Vienna. <off. laughs> Actually, I, do I, really. I know there was one. Uh, I, I know one of the ones that I I did watch and was excited with was uh, Adam, the first man, the first man. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> and that, uh, that one was real. Was real crazy. Like seeing what he could actually do and the way they gave him like some powers and stuff like that. It seems like what they're promoting for this one is Jack the Ripper is going to be in this one. So well, let's see what how was they're going to um, portray him. What was the, what was the flag? Cause I know the, from, I know maybe two people, three people saw it and there's a lot of similarities between Ragnarok and fate 
Fate Stay, uh, the Fate Stay series, right? Where Fate Stay, you do have Gilgamesh and Alexander and you know King Arthur and stuff like, or Queen Arthur, right? Or but in this one, again, you have those god type characters coming together, and there's a lot of similarities. What was the flack in in Record of Ragnarok that people kind of you know figured out? Because I haven't seen the first season because I knew the second season was gonna come out, but I heard the first season was like kind of like a giant intro and how slow paced it was, and that was the issue a lot of people had. So when the but I also hear that hey, when the action gets gets started, you know, like like it does in the source material, it's gonna pop off. Is there any? Do you know anything about that? I don't. I don't like. I, I think some of the stuff that I read was like some of the animation, some of the changes because I, apparently it's a manga. So okay. some of the some of the changes that people didn't like from the manga and stuff like that. And then of course, like a lot of times when Netflix does an anime, like people are just like, oh, of course they're, yeah, they're gonna yeah. ruin it. They're gonna mess it up. So that that kind of already comes with it, unless you're like exceptional, like Arcane or. Or uh, the cyberpunk one, like you know, a lot of people just uh, when it's when it's adapted by Netflix, sometimes they they do some things and people don't like. Yeah. Um, so it, it was just one of those that you know, animation wise. But the from what I saw, like I actually really enjoyed it. I didn't finish it, but w- what I saw, like, because I remember I was into something else at the time, and it was actually my brother-in-law. That was telling me like, oh, check this out, check this out. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And I was like, you know what? This actually is pretty cool. The premise and, like you say, there are some similarities to other shows and stuff like that. But overall, it, it was pretty good. I thought, mm-hmm. and just the characters, like the the different characters, are are pretty cool. I thought so. Uh, I know you shared something here last second. Uh, I don't know if you want to just go into that yourself. Yeah, I think it was the. Made in Abyss anime sequel. And I think I mentioned it to Rico out loud a while back. Granted, this was this past week. Uh, Made in Abyss is getting a sequel again, which is a sequel to The Scorching Sun that uh, I'm pretty sure Scorching Sun is only on uh, High Dive, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, right, I think. But if you haven't checked out Made in Abyss, don't let it fool you. It's dark. It's really dark. And I do highly recommend it. Again, I haven't caught up too much just because I've been telling myself, hey, I'm watching One Piece, so... Um, it's a great chance for all these anime to move on. So when I come back, I get to binge watch because I realized over the last year and a half and stuff like that. So since we, you know, since we kind of started doing everything that um, I love binge watching more so than waiting week to week. So I'm a binge watcher through and through. And I realized that just when I, when I started watching One Piece. <laughs> so I'm happy about that. So the more stuff that comes out, the more I get to watch when it drops. Yeah. I mean, everybody has their own method. I actually uh, had this conversation the other day with my mom because she's also a binger. And she said, she asked me a question about, and, and it, it hit me. Um, she asked me, do you, when you watch a show, do you feel like you retain most of the, the little things that happen, like the info? Like, mm-hmm. of course, everybody remembers the big things and the big drops or whatever. And I told her, I actually think that when I watch something week to week, I think about every little thing that happens so much for that week that I absorb everything a lot better. When I binge, it, you're so quick to like, next one, next one, next one, next one. Like, I, I don't give myself time to like look at the little subtle things versus like, when I watch an episode a week, sometimes I even watch it more than once because it's that good. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll realize like there's a little mannerism that somebody had or a little snarky comment that somebody says. And I'm like, oh, note that. Like noted. Like something is coming of that. Like that's going to come into place somehow. And sometimes I'm right. And other times it's nothing at all. It's just me like trying to figure everything out before i'm supposed to right yeah but uh i actually i actually like the week to week because i like like the theorizing and the anticipation and i'm like okay i like right now like it's sunday uh i've been waiting for sunday because uh last of us another last of us another last of us you know so uh i i I actually prefer the week to week i don't mind when people put out everything and i can just enjoy the whole show but then I binge it all in a day and it's over and I'm just like, well, what do I do now? <laughs> On to the next one. I see, and I think that's what more or less where I kind of like, I can't differ differ in the sense that like, I, I need 
Like, I need to know what's going to happen. Like, <laughs> like, I need to know. And that's why a lot of the times, like, and anime are meant to put you on to the manga. You know, that's the way anime was in the beginning. And then that's the way some, uh, a lot of these one season type anime do. They're meant to put you on to the manga. And I just need to know what happens. Well, I, I saw a B-tier, a B-tier anime just recently. Not what really, about a, a few months ago. It's called Tomodachi Game. And I saw people were kind of like, oh, you know, they had been talking about it for a while. Some were disappointed. Some were, you know, some liked it and stuff. I was like, let me check it out for myself. And I, it was, it was some cheesy, there were some cheesy aspects to it, but I was hooked. Like, it was some corny stuff, but I was hooked. And as soon as the anime finished, I went straight to the manga because I had to know what the hell was going to happen next and how some of these things were going to be resolved. I just, and so now, guess what? I, I caught up with the manga. It's a monthly series, thank you very much. And so now here I am, twiddling my fingers, waiting for these things to drop. And, yeah. you know, I don't know what happens next. But that's my thing, is that I need, it's almost like an obsession. I need to know what happens. I just have to know what happens. Like, I, I, I love stories. I, I, I like being invested. I like getting to them, you know, so where Rico likes to theorize and come up with all these things. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go, baby. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, to each their own. Everybody yeah. has their, their process, right? Uh, if there's nothing else, I'll jump over to gaming. Any any other little? No, stuff no. Oh, I know uh, it, we didn't post it, but I know if you're watching Near Automata, they're they've been hit with a huge delay because of COVID, and they are gonna be behind schedule, um, and making bringing out their episodes. I'm not sure how many it is. I don't remember what the actual article said, but that they will be airing the first few episodes again over in Japan. Because um, they do, they do, they do air, air their anime over Japan. But here, we will not be seeing a release for the next episode. You know, probably it's looking like about a month or so if they're going to be releasing the first three or four. So, uh, just FYI about that. Yeah, man, dang, thing is still impacting everybody yeah. around the world. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Well, we can jump over to gaming. Uh, last week we did talk. I did talk about the next uh, seven star raid coming to. Um, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. We did theorize that it would probably be Greninja. It is going to be Greninja. Uh, Poison Terra type Greninja, to be specific. It's going to run from January 27th through the 29th. And then again from the from February 10th to February 12th. So it, it's going to start this coming weekend, I believe. Uh, again, the seven star raids. You can only, you can battle as many as you can, as many as you want, but you can only catch one. It is going to have a mark. The mightiest mark, which are, you know, that's the rare stuff and the special things about these uh, Pokemon. Um, so, yeah, that's coming. Uh, I did see this other little tidbit of news uh, that I thought was pretty interesting. And I had never heard about this app, but I learned a little bit about it. But Discord has acquired the new Gas app. And what it is, is I, I did a little bit of research on it. What it is, is you gas people up. So it's mainly used for teens um, that are in school. You go on there and you register like what school you go to. And then you'll, you put in your information, who you are, whatever, name, birthday, different stuff like that. What, what uh, grade level you are in, in school. And it'll let you connect to like a network of all the peop other people that are registered to that school. And then every day, every 30 minutes, a little poll comes out. And what it does is it asks like, okay, who has the best smile? And it'll give you four options. And you can, it'll give you four options of people that go to your school. And you can also re-roll, I think I saw like three times. Like if you want different names on there. And it, it, it's anonymous, I believe. And you vote for somebody and it sends them like a little, just a little notification. Like, hey, somebody voted you like best smile. Or somebody voted you like... Uh, most likely to succeed or uh, different, just different little things. And it's meant to like have people compliment each other and uh, just promote, uh, what would you say? Like positivity rather yeah. than toxicity that you, that you get for like a That's lot of different things. So I was like, you know what? This is actually really clever. And I, I did see later, I think I, I read it earlier today that it, uh, you can actually pay like a subscription fee for this app. It's free. Base, the base is free, but you can actually pay a fee to see who it is that's complimenting you. 
So if you if you're really that curious about like, oh, who told me like I'm handsome or who said like I have a nice smile or who said like they would date me, you could pay and you could find out who those people are if you really like want to. So I was just like, you know what? This is actually pretty cool. Like I wonder how they're going to maybe integrate this into their app or, you know, push this app more because I mean there's a lot of toxicity in like the gaming space and stuff like that. So anytime that anybody's going to go on to promote more positive and, you know, that kind of reinforcement rather than the the opposite, you know, I'm always for it. And I'm always yeah. like, like awesome. Awesome. So that was pretty cool. For some reason, I thought this, I thought this was going into like a educational thing. So I like, you, I was like, huh, really? Like, you know, school was like, oh, okay. Like, like can I use this in my classroom? <laughs> and you know, but I would not integrate it, but I thought that's where I thought that conversation was going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I didn't even know this was a thing, but apparently the devs behind this gas app have made like other things. I think they said that they made one called TBH, like to be honest, and you just answer questions about random people. And then they ended up coming up with this one that was more like anonymous and just compliment each other. It's supposed yeah. to gas people up, like, right? So. I, I was just like, you know what? This is pretty cool. I'm glad people like are are going towards this like positivity stuff like that. Like I, mm -hmm. I'm all for it in, in that respect. So. Yeah, for sure. Especially you know when I deal with uh, toxicity and online gaming that we do. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of toxicity, the next thing I'm going into is Blizzard and Overwatch Two. <laughs> speak um, about talk. Speak about toxic, bro, man. Yeah, dude. Every yeah, we played a little bit yesterday, and every other game was. GG trash easy. <laughs> I think, all right, cool. And I'm always like, man, dude, like whatever. <laughs> yeah. and, they, they, and they were on our team too, and I was I felt bad for their team. Our 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 team was always GG easy, you know, trash trash. I was like, damn, man. And one guy is, you know, this is quick play, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. Even even one of our own teammates, like we were at one point, we were struggling, like to to you know, the hardest part is always like punching in that last little uh part of the escort maps like the uh, point c like the last point is always the hardest one to punch in because the enemy spawn is so close yeah and we were struggling 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 and then marcus says like hey uh try to bait out the the lamp the immortality field oh yeah and it happens and then marcus like just pulls a, a diva bomb out of nowhere and just gets a big uh, like a big kill and we're able to finish it off of that and then obviously like we all know like oh he's getting play of the game so it shows the play of the game, and one of our own teammates is like, "Nice play of the game, I guess." Like, what? Yeah. Like, why did? Why do you have to put in the "I guess"? Like, uh, we won because of that. Yeah. Because our, our teammate was like, "Hey, nice bomb," and I say, "Hey, thanks, man." And then nice bomb, and he thought he was they're, they're talking about something else. So he saw, he goes, "Nice bomb, IG." I said, "Man, I got something so simple." I was like, "What do you mean? What do you mean? I guess?" I was like, "Let's play the game. We won because I got real heated." <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, but uh, back to this. Back to the news. Blizzard are, in quotes, still finalizing the Overwatch Two story mode rollout. Uh, based on what I saw from the interview, I think uh, Aaron Keller, which is a uh, the lead guy, said that uh, development is going a little bit slower than uh, they expected or they wanted to, but. Uh, he he talked a little bit about like the split between like the PVE and the PVP and how things are going to be a little different. Uh, he did just say that it will be coming out this year for sure, but it's going to be gradually, not like everything all at once. So, um, you know, those people that are waiting for that, like, you know, just to try to be patient. That was I'm paid, sure. right? The story is what we're paying for. I'm not sure. I, I, I still, I don't think we've had any confirmation. That's what everybody has kind of like figured but uh, who knows who knows i don't think i don't think we're confirmed yet that it's going to be behind a paywall but i i would still think yes uh kind of like the way fortnite had like their free to play model and then they also had like the pve stuff which you could pay for but wasn't as popular here because of the characters and the lore and the story and some yeah. of the story that we're supposed to get through the PVE stuff, I think um, it'll be more popular than the Fortnite stuff was. Yeah. Uh, so I, I would probably theorize, yeah, we're, we're probably going to pay a little bit for it. Hmm. 
I mean, I'm gonna pay for it. I know you're gonna pay for it. So I mean, oh, there's a two hundred dollar edition. <laughs> Sign me up. That's funny, but uh, yeah, take our money. Uh, right now in Overwatch, we do have the year of the rabbit event ongoing. Uh, I know we have been playing uh, over the last couple of days. Uh, it didn't seem like there was anything too crazy. I know there was a new skin. There was some game modes. Um, there was some. There's Twitch drops going on right now. If you're a fan of uh, watching Overwatch on Twitch, you can watch your favorite streamers and get a. a it's usually like two, two to three drops like every now and then. So, um, with that being said, like, what what have you? We did finish the battle pass yesterday, last night, right? So. Yes. What uh, now that we have kind of like two ish seasons under our belt, like what do you think of Overwatch 2 versus one? I know there's things like a lot of people miss. How how are you enjoying the game right now? Mm, I mean, I do, and I think I mentioned to you a while back, I kind of miss not, not all the way. I don't want, I don't want to get a flag for this. I don't want people to say, Oh, you're crazy. I kind of miss loot boxes just because I like being able to get the skins, all the skins I wanted. Because I'm having, as much as I play, those gold coins, man, are super hard to come by, man. Like, damn it. And I know they're, they're, it's like the weekly and the, the events, all that stuff, whatever. But, like, you don't accumulate a lot to be able to buy a skin that you want on the shop. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get and you. That, and that part, that, that's a part where I'm just like, damn, dude. Like, you know, and not to say that. You know, oh, well, loot boxes, you, you buy loot boxes to get a chance at it. Well, yeah, but I played enough to where the loot, the loot boxes would eventually drop it. And I still, they, they gave you, they gave you a bunch of coins for the extra cosmetics. So either way, I was, it was a lot easier for me to accumulate these coins rather than it is now. Cause that's, that's the only thing where as, as far as skins are concerned, that I'm just kind of like, damn, you know what I mean? Um, but other than that, uh, I, I, I love Overwatch, you know, I mean, I, I love where it's at. I think I think it's in a pretty good spot. 5v5, I think it's where it's at. Um, there are obviously, and I know Rico's always you know, the first one to tell me, oh, you know, bat, when it comes to balance, it's very, very hard. Yeah, and I get it, right? But there's always instances where I'm kind of like, well, you know, there's, as far as like tanks and, and DPS, it, it's going to be hard, kind of hard to find that balance between, you know, that transition. Because I, I think they're still trying to figure out the 5v5 stuff. Because to me, it doesn't seem like they have it down to a T, which again, it's, it's still relatively new. Like, I don't, I don't expect them to have everything perfect because this game was made with 6v6 in mind, you know what I mean? And it's almost, like people had mentioned when it first came out, it was like a massive update. But, I, I mean, I enjoy Overwatch. I, I love where it's at. I, I'm going to keep playing it regardless, right? So, uh, I mean, I love it, man. You know, that's not really, that's not really much else I can say. Yeah, I think with the with the loot box thing, it's it's a natural like resistance to the change because whenever you go from being able to get everything to being able to uh, for you to have to be limited to like we'll pick and choose what you want and just get the things that you really really want. It's hard. Yeah. Because from going from having it all to getting everybody and completing everybody's like uh, library of skins, uh, emotes, lines, sprays, everything. Now to like, Being okay, selected. like, 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 how bad do I really want it? Like, cause I'm gonna have to spend money. Yeah. Like, then that's like, uh, you know, why can't it be like the way it used to be? But I think the reality is that overall, we have a lot healthier game as far as, um, you know, we've already had three new heroes introduced. Uh, from Overwatch, from the launch of Overwatch two to now, uh, we're we're gonna be getting PVE soon. We're getting skins. We're getting events. We're getting, you know, thus far, I think everything has been pretty good. There's been a lot of uh, commun more communication, like from the from the makers of the game to like us, the dev, the the devs, the hero balance people. Uh, we've gotten some really cool skins in the Junker Queen one and the Genji one. So, oh yeah, mythic skins are nice. Yeah, so even some of the other skins, like the this last one, the Battle for Olympus, there was some really nice skins there. So uh, that that's always been a, a thing, though. Like, the skins have always been nice. But I feel like we're in a good place, too. Um, I also have had, you know, to adjust, like, just getting the the stuff for, like, my favorite characters. I Thus far, 
nothing crazy has come out for like Sigma, Doomfist, like the characters. Oh, I know. I know. That, yeah, that's so what I'm saying. So I, I haven't had to dish out like money yet, or like had that like that that issue like within myself. I know it's gonna be the same for you and Diva or Wrecking <laughs> Ball. Or something yeah, like that. dude. That's uh, I'm like, damn. <laughs> so let's see. Let's see how we feel once that rolls around. But uh, I think uh, I think everything's going well. There is a couple of issues like here with balance here and there, but that's normal with games like this that are trying to be competitive and and still have characters remain unique and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I actually had an idea because a lot of people have uh, have their opinions about the role passives and whether or not they're they should stick around or whether they should get rid of them. And I actually had an idea of what if they were to use role passives as a way to influence meta and they change role passives like like it, it rolls like every two weeks, every month, like it's a different passive for like a certain role. In that way, you cannot you can go without changing numbers around for characters, but make it so that uh, projectile heroes are better like this two these two weeks or make it so that. Uh, slower characters are a little bit better these two weeks. Melee characters are a little bit buffed these two weeks. You know, just where you can, you don't have to do like these radical changes to heroes themselves, but rather like an archetype of like a subset of heroes. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, because what, what was it? I think a while back, was it this game? I might have been a different game. But like for every kill somebody got, they got a little bit faster in the reload time. Yeah, that used to be the DPS passive, but they got, I think they... Yeah, yeah I think they did away with it. You see, but but something like that for, I guess, selective heroes, and then other heroes can have another another type of passive that might benefit them. If you're not going to, like, you can either go through, like, with speed, or you can go through, like, uh, maybe reload time. Uh, some other some other passes for DPS can be like, hey, uh, like a Reaper, where for every time you hit somebody or something, you get a little bit of health, or you get a little bit of, you know, just something like that. that that's actually a real... Real interesting idea. I like it. Like, like you yeah. said, so, so now your DPS become, they become DPS with certain archetypes. What's this DPS? Like Reaper would have a certain archetype. Soldier would have a certain archetype. Like, because obviously, you know, they're not the same, right? Where Reaper kind of generates health as he, as he shoots people. You know, you can get some, something like that to, not health, right? But that type of passive um, to somebody else and make a different archetype. That's super interesting. You can do some some that are focused, like like I mentioned, one was like all anybody that's like melee that ha- that focuses on melee in some way, like, uh, and you can make like more of a brawly uh, game. Uh, what do you call it? Meta, or mm. you can do it like snipers. Also, like this this is like the the two weeks of everybody sniping. You know, uh, you, you could and you could do some wacky stuff. Like all of a sudden, everybody moves like fifty percent faster. Yeah. this this week or whatever like that would be crazy and people would have a lot of fun with it but a week worth of that like and people would be tired so okay we're gonna move on to the next one yeah uh, and I, I don't know I, it was just a, a thought like because some people are like we should get rid of this no we should do this we should do that and i was like why don't we use this as a means of like something new okay something new something new and they could do some cool ones and some realistic ones and then they could do some that are just wacky like everybody flies now <laughs> it would be it would be crazy but uh, yeah I, I would like to uh, I, I need to start like throwing that along like message boards and stuff like that see what people think um there was a new trailer for hogwarts legacy i don't know if you got to watch this but I, this I is one game that. that i'm super excited for so um probably like the next game on my radar that i'm going to be buying i think next month to come out next month yeah next month Hold on, it's gonna be like uh, what's that game? That one that just died, Anthem. I hope not. <laughs> I really I'll, hope I'll, not. I'll I'll never forget. I'll never forget the hype. Now you were hyped up for it, like you were like, yeah, dude, like, and you were super into it. And then when it dropped, you were just like, wow, defeated. Yeah, I remember, and I and I felt that, dude. I felt that. I remember playing the. I remember I downloaded the demo and played it, and I was like, oh my god, dude, like, this this doesn't feel polished but i mean that happens with demos and, and when you're still optimistic out, yeah i was still optimistic usually i usually try to be like for stuff that excites me but then <laughs> once it came out and you know those kinds of games end game i always say end game end game is what matters like 
if if I if you can't keep me coming back to play, like why am I gonna why am I gonna bother? And that was the problem. And it was supposed to have gone better, like not a lot, but a little bit better. But but like it was just too shallow of a game. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I know there has been some controversy with this game, Hogwarts. Uh, because people are like, no, I refuse to buy anything that's going to in any way give uh, the J.K. Rowling like any kind of money or anything like that because people have their opinions about her and mm. her crazy off opinions and stuff like that. But uh, I don't know. Like to me, I'm just I'm not that kind of person that is like I'm not going to if it's something I look like I'm going to enjoy. Gonna bring you like, joy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, last couple things I have. Uh, Obsidian CEO says that he wants to make another Fallout game before he retires. I know I, I've never played Fallout. If I'm not mistaken, I think have. Did you say you played one or you haven't played any? I played one, Fallout Three, and I got the bad ending, so I was turned off after that. <laughs> 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 I put in fifty hours, six hours for that stupid ass plant to blow up. Real pissed. <clears throat> but I know that there's a huge fan base for this series and stuff. Oh like yeah. That. Sure. So, I mean, if there's going to be at least one more coming in the near future, like, I mean, right on. Uh, last thing I have for gaming is uh, actually a rumor that came to us by way of, I think you said Andrew, right? You're the one who, who, who mentioned it. And, oh, when he was talking to me, dude, I swear, I, I swear to you, Andrew, I was like, Andrew, I was like, stop it. You're going to, you know, I was like, you're making me real excited. And Andrew, and Andrew just kept telling me, he goes, yeah, they're also going to do this. And I said, Andrew, please oh. stop. Like. Well, take take it. I mean, this is more oh. your wheelhouse, so uh, run with it. Yeah, well, can I, just, uh, I was talking to Andrew, Andrew, and Andrew hits me with, uh, hey, man, uh, did you hear that they were going to remake Persona 3? And Persona 3 is my favorite. Out of all the Personas, uh, I, I, there's, it has the best story. Like, hands down, I love the characters, I love the story. Uh, I would probably take part five next because the Royale was just amazing. And not to say that, I, you know, all, any of them, they're all amazing in their own way, but P Persona 3... I went to after I got through part four and I just, I loved everything about it. I played Fez um, and, and, and Andrew says, hey man, there's a rumor saying that they're going to make part three. I said, yes, please, please. I was like, my boy needs some redemption. You know, the, the, the main protagonist in the game, if you know, you know. Um, I would love to see a more more stuff in the end game stuff. Give me something, give me, you know, because there are certain games like Ultimax and stuff like that, personal uh, arena Ultimax, um, that kind of, mix part four and part three and it actually continues a little bit of part three as far as what they're trying to do so there could be like a time skip and give me more give me more months later on just to just to have a resolution man but all oh, that ending even even if they don't that's fine because the ending was phenomenal anyways but he says yeah you know remaking part three i said damn i was like andrew stop and he goes yeah and apparently persona six is really like super far along too in development i said uh i said andrew you've got to stop man you gotta stop you know and and he told me so i had to go look for the information and sure enough it popped up anywhere persona 3 remake and persona 6 apparently far along in development they know what we want so at the end of the day this is going to be amazing now the only thing with persona 6 and it is a trend is there will be a better version that comes out later on that encompasses more story and enhancements so that's the only thing but i'm stoked and i know Leroy was the first one to play them um he Leroy had played part four and he told me do persona and i got on at persona four and then i went part three i told him hey man part three he goes i know i know i'm getting on it i just passed it then they replayed part three and part five came out man Leroy's like, oh yeah persona five and then just uh recently uh Leroy's brother ricky uh again another awesome friend of ours best friend of ours um, he started playing Persona 5 and I was like, are you paying attention to the soundtrack, Ricky? He, he, started, he was playing on a Steam Deck. He said, yeah, yeah, it's so good, it's so good. And I told him, make sure you do this, this, and this. Okay, I'll make sure, I'll make sure. He hadn't, he hadn't, he hadn't even done it. He was playing Royale and he was not going towards the true ending route. So I had to make sure I, you know, pointed him in the right direction. So, but yeah, super excited, super pumped. I don't give a damn. I'll be, I'll be playing these games. If they ever remade Persona Part 1 and 2, that would be awesome too. Maybe in a collection or something, but I know those two games... They're a lot different than what Persona 3 was, Persona 4, and 5. And if they went back, apparently the story and the characters are supposed to be also very good. But if they went back and redid those two, that'd be awesome. But yeah, that's the news. Persona 3 Remake, Persona 6, apparently coming along nicely. Hopefully, man, hopefully. Um, last, uh, last thing I have here. No, that, that's it. That's actually it for gaming. But uh, we'll jump into TV and movies. Uh, just a short little list. Uh, Mandalorian Season 3. We got the official trailer. 
Uh, I don't know if you watched this, but there was some pretty interesting stuff there, particularly with Grogu. Um, it is going to be coming March 1st. They also did drop a list of some of the featured directors from the season. Uh, some of the fan favorites are going to be coming back. Bryce Dallas Howard, which has directed some episodes, really well-liked episodes to, uh, before. Carl Weathers is actually going to be directing an episode. He's an actor uh, in the series, and he has directed an episode before. And one that I thought was really interesting is Peter Ramsey, who actually is more well-known as like uh, an illustrator. Uh, but he did direct Rise of the Guardians, if you remember that movie, Pixar yeah, yeah. movie. And he actually co-directed Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Ooh. So it's going to be interesting to see what he's going to do in uh, Mandalorian. Uh, there also was some other some other directors there that I wasn't too familiar with their work. But, I mean, it, it's always nice like uh, that we get like these different little visions. And somehow it all still comes together. This this show has just been phenomenal and honestly like has revi really revived a lot of the Star Wars fandom, uh, you know, particularly with that uh, that sequel trilogy. You know, it was uh, a little out there. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> <Same> sure. <year. laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited for Mandalorian to come back. It's a great show, very different, uh, and we are supposed to be getting, I think, Ahsoka this this year too. So. I'm excited. Uh, Michael B. Jordan has been cast in a feature film adaptation of Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. Um, I I didn't even know this was happening. I think last last I heard there was some little thing going on with the Division too. So now we're supposedly going to be getting some kind of Rainbow Six adaptation. So I'm down. And Michael B. Jordan, sign me up. Yeah, I know Michael B. Jordan has a lot of fans for sure. Yeah, it's it's his acting. I swear. <laughs> Um, The Last of Us premiere debuted with 4.7 million viewers. I think it that puts it only behind House of the Dragon as its second largest debut this decade. So, I mean, huge. And uh, we got another episode coming tonight, so I'm super pumped, super excited. Um, we talked a, we talked a little bit about that last week, but I think off podcast, right? Yeah. What are you What are you feeling with this? Uh, with Last of Us, uh, it's honestly, I think it's excellent. Um, it follows the source material; it's faithful to the source material. There was like a lot of side by side comparisons as far as actual scenes being spitting image of the actual game. Um, and there's instances where the like in the beginning of Last of Us, if you haven't if if you haven't seen it, I'm not going to mention anything, you know. But the beginning of the Last of Us in the HBO series was equally or if not better than what the hell we got in the game and i said wow that was excellent hands down it was good it was amazing so i would like to i would like to keep seeing more of that my only thing was ellie i i have to warm up to her personality because she's she kind of she she does have a rebellious mood to her but like she's not rude you know what i mean at least in part one she wasn't very rude if that makes sense. But again, that's just a small little gripe if I'm going to be, you know, like that. But Petro Pascal, 10-10, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those people that's going into this not really familiar with uh, with the game or anything. So, I mean, I thought it was phenomenal. Everything all around. Mm -hmm. uh, the, just it, it really reminded me uh that beginning sequence where you kind of get to know Joel and meet him and... All that kind of reminded me of Up, of like, it's a different story within a story. And you're just like, so, I don't want to spoil anything. So just taken back by the emotions that it gives you with how his story, how his intro uh, ends up playing out. So yeah. it, 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 was, it was crazy. But uh, I'm really excited for another episode tonight. Um, but yeah, I mean... Here we go. I mean, I feel like it's the next going to be the next big one that's going to take over, and it's already kind of doing that with the four point seven million viewers. Mm -hmm. And uh, for sure, it's also it's it's also doubly exciting because it's a game that's crossing over, and thus far is killing it. <laughs> so I hope it just continues, and maybe we'll get more of these kinds of things in the future. Um, a while a while back we talked about Blade the Mar marvel studios blade and the movie kind of going back and forth and they're going to rewrite it they're not happy with stuff 
But apparently it's back on track and is reportedly going to start filming on May 30th. Oh, uh, I, I I always butcher the guy's name. But uh, what's his name? The name of the actor that's playing him. I know he's Remy Danton from uh, House of Cards. His name I, is Maher. His name's Mahershala Ali. He's a well-known actor. Uh, he's he's supposed to be our next Blade, so I'm excited to see him as Blade and see what uh, I was. I've always been a big fan of the vampire, the vampire thing, you know, Blade, the vampire hunter. So I'm I'm, I'm pumped that that uh, it's back on track and it's coming. Mm. Uh, last two things I have. Uh, it's time to finish the fight. Netflix announces that the sixth and final season of Cobra Kai is coming soon. It'll be coming this year, I believe, and it's going to be the ending of Cobra Kai. It's one show that I've loved. Uh, I never I never thought that the Karate Kid in any like capacity would be coming back, uh, especially not in this way. But uh, it, it's been an amazing series. It's been an amazing run. And uh, we're going to wrap it up this year. Uh, I haven't seen anything about an official date, but I know people are talking about probably November, if not maybe December. So at the end of the year, we'll be getting the, we'll be wrapping up Cobra Kai. I've never seen uh, Cobra Kai. Oh, dude, it's so good. It started off, I know it was kind of like weird for a lot of people when it started because it started off on YouTube TV, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and a lot of people did like, uh, there was like free trials. A lot of people did their free trial just to go watch Cobra Kai. And then it transitioned over to Netflix and it became a lot more like accessible to people. So, uh, is that why it, it got it, popular? How come, it, how come it went off YouTube TV to begin with? I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. I think I, I would, I would imagine that it's because of that accessibility of, you know, people went and watched it. I remember it was a big deal on YouTube TV, but how many people are going to be purchasing YouTube TV for like one show? I know yeah. some people are like, oh, the ads, like, uh, or, or, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about the wrong, the wrong YouTube uh, thing. I'm thinking about premium. Uh, I know a lot of people do the YouTube TV because they don't like to have cable or different things like that. But it, the reality is if you don't have cable, you probably have Netflix, right? Or more yeah. people have Netflix than use YouTube TV. So I think, I think it was more the, just the accessibility. Um, but it, it, it really is a very, very good show. And if you're a fan of uh, the Karate Kid at all, like you're going to see a lot of familiar people. And uh, it, it just brings back all those memories and feelings. So it, it, it's it's a good watch, especially now that it's going to end. Maybe it'll be time for you to check it out and see if it's uh, your cup of tea and you can just binge the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, last thing I have here is a new Friday the 13th reboot is in the works from Sean S. Cunningham. Um, I know this one probably is probably super exciting for our boy Ricky. He's a Friday the 13th guy. But, uh, yeah, we've been talking about this for a while, about uh, Friday the 13th like, and the licensing and different little things that have kind of, like, been worked out at this point. And we kind of anticipated that we we're going to be getting a new Friday the 13th. I didn't think it would be a reboot. I don't know if that is um, significant, if that word is significant uh, or not really at all. But, I mean. We had a scream. A Scream reboot, no? A uh, Freddy Krueger reboot? Um, a Michael Myers reboot? Yeah. So I, I'm sure it's going maybe down that route. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that, that's all I got for TV and movies. I don't know if there's anything else. Anything else you've been watching? I know I did uh, I did finish your... I did mention a while back that I did finish Arcane, which was your challenge. Mm. I also have been watching The Bear, and it has been getting so good. Uh, I need a I need a shout out to I need to message Rudy that man how have I not how did I not watch the show when it came out? But uh, yeah, I, I, that's it for me in terms of TV movies and news. Period. Anything else you want to shout out out there or bring up? No, no. Other than that, I, I don't think I've done or watched anything. Again, I'm gonna ex watch anime more so than just about anything else. Um, but yeah, no, that's it for me. All right, everybody. Well, as always, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for uh, getting your news from the Meta Era Nerds. Uh, we'll continue to bring you any news, any and all news that uh, we hear of. And uh, Marcus, go ahead and sign us out.
yeah, so like Rick was saying, uh, we will be sure to bring you everything that we hear throughout the week. I know some weeks are longer, shorter than others. Uh, not weeks, right, but the news anyways. Uh, we do have a discussion coming up soon, so be on standby for that. We will have that for you tomorrow or tonight, more so. More so right, tonight? You have both tonight, I'm, I'm assuming? Yes. Um, if you haven't listened to our previous things, I mean, last week we did the Disney um, songs, right? Our, our top five Disney songs between myself, Rico, and a special guest, Anna Banan, a.k.a. Rico's little sister, um, Selena. So, but other than that, I think we're good to go. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for listening. And like always, guys, we'll see you next week. You have a good one.